yeah welcome all uh actually we are dealing with manduk upanishad that to the first prakaranam the vaitatya prakaranam of the gaudapada karika the previous uh, session was so beautiful uh, actually when gaudapada addresses the views of all other schools and put forth his views that was a wonderful and lucid explanation bindoji is helping us to understand these things as we know bindoji always talks from his level of experience and he makes our life easy to grasp these things so we will enjoy this session once again and i ask bindoji to continue the same thank you thank you one and all thank you jadavithi ओम नमो ब्रह्मादिभ्यो ब्रह्म विद्या संप्रदाय कर्तृभ्यो वंश ऋषिभ्यो महद्यो नमो गुरुभ्य शंकर शंकराचार्यम केशव पादरायण सूत्रवाश्यकृत वंदे भगवत पुनः ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मे मूर्तिद विवाकिने व्योमवत्याय दक्षिणामूर्त नम श्रीगुरुभ्यो नम भद्रम कर्णे विशृणुयाम देवा भद्रम पश्येक्षजत्रा स्थिरंगुंसस्तनूबी व्यसेम देवितु स्वस्ति न इंद्रो वृद्धश्रवा स्वस्ति नूषा विश्वेदा स्वस्ति नाक्षो अरिष्टने स्वस्ति नो बृहस्पतिर्दा शांति 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 प्रज्ञा सुप्रदान स्थिजर निगर व्याप्यलोकान्क्वा भोगान्तविष्टानोदासीतान्मजन्यान्तीशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाशेषाश
ಪ್ರಾಜ್ಞತೃತೀಯಪಾದಃ ಏಷ ಸರ್ವಜ್ಞ ಏಷ ಸರ್ವೇಶ್ವರ ಏಷ ಅಂತರ್ಯಾಮಿ ಏಷ ಯೋನಿ ಸರ್ವಸ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭವಪ್ಯಯೋಹಿ ಭೂತಾನ ನ ಅಂಧ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞ ನ ಬಹಿ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞ ನೋ ವೇದ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞ ನ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾನಘನಂ ನ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞ ನ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞ ಅದೃಶ್ಯಂ ಅವ್ಯವಹಾರ್ಯಂ ಅಗ್ರಾಹ್ಯಂ ಅಲಕ್ಷಣಂ ಅಚಿಂತ್ಯಂ ಅವ್ಯವದೇಶಂ ಏಕಾತ್ಮ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಸಾರಂ ಪ್ರಪಂಚೋಪಶಮಂ ಶಾಂತಂ ಶಿವಂ ಅದ್ವೈತಂ ಚತುರ್ಥಂ ಮನ್ಯಂತೆ ಸ ಆತ್ಮ ಸವಿಜ್ಞೇಯ ಸೋಯಮಾತ್ಮ ಅಧ್ಯಕ್ಷರ ಓಂಕಾರ ಅಧಿಮಾತ್ರ ಪಾದಮಾತ್ರ ಮಾತ್ರಶ್ಚ ಪಾದ ಅಕಾರ ಉಕಾರೋಮಕಾರ ಇದೆ ಜಾಗರಿತಸ್ಥಾನೋ ವೈಶ್ವಾನರ ಅಕಾರ ಪ್ರಥಮ ಮಾತ್ರ ಆಪ್ತೇರಾಧಿಮತ್ವಾತ್ ಆಪ್ನೋದಿ ಹವೈ ಸರ್ವಾನ್ ಕಾಮಾನ್ ಆದಿಶ್ಚತಿ ಯೇದ ಸ್ವಪ್ನಸ್ಥಾನ ತೈಜಸ ಉಕಾರೋ ದ್ವಿತೀಯ ಮಾತ್ರ ಉತ್ತರ್ಕರ್ಷ ಉತ್ಕರ್ಷಾತ್ ಉಭಯತ್ವಾತ್ ಉತ್ಕರ್ಷತಿ ಹವೈ ಜ್ಞಾನಸಂತತಿ ಸಮಾನಶ್ಚತಿ ನ ಅಸ್ಯಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿತ್ಕುಲೇತಿ ಯೇವಂ ವೇದ ಸುಷುಪ್ತಸ್ಥಾನ ಪ್ರಾಜ್ಞ ಮಕಾರ ತೃತೀಯ ಮಾತ್ರ ಮಿತೇರೇ ಮಿತೇರ್ ಅಪೀತೇರ್ವ ಮಿನೋತಿ ಹವಾ ಇದಂ ಸರ್ವಂ ಅಪೀತಿಶ್ಚತಿ ಯೇವಂ ವೇದ ಅಮಾತ್ರಶ್ಚತುರ್ಥ ವ್ಯವ್ಯವಹಾರ್ಯ ಪ್ರಪಂಚೋಪಶಮ ಶಿವ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಓಂ ಏವಂಕಾರ ಆತ್ಮೈವ ಸಂಶತಿ ಆತ್ಮನ ಆತ್ಮನ ಎಂ ಯಂ ವೇದ ಸೊ ದೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ದ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ ಮಂತ್ರಾಸ್ the shortest of the upanishad mantukya upanishad and explaining the mantukya upanishad mantra gaudapada has created the karikas for it so in the first agama pragaranam we saw the mantras and their explanation by gaudapada in the karika format to explain the unreality of jagat prapancham the creation of or the explanation of jagat in the form of brahma satyam jagat mitya jeevo brahmaiva napara that statement is what is the theme of this prakarana grandas of mandukya in the agama prerana brahma satyam was established now this prakaranam is jagat mitya the experience jagat means the world of experiences is mitya mitya means that which is unreal it is not that it is absent it is not a positive neither positive nor negative at the same time it is it is unreal to establish that we he started with the karikas and then listed out in the last eight uh, nine mantra nine karikas almost all philosophies those were prevalent during this time his time and he said including the last one advaita he said that any ideation or any formation or any imaginary thing which you think as an attainable or separate from you or separate from the one who is enquiring to the truth he will never find the truth because the truth is his swarupa one's own nature so and that is why swabhava athava swarupa is the word used by that for the world. it is not only devasya swarupa and then there is no other than deva everything is deva turiyam sarvam khaluidam brahma it is the swabhava of the the you know the 
individuals who are feeling separatedness also. To prove that, here in the 29th Karika, he is using a methodology which is unique to his style. Yam bhavam darshayet yasya tam bhavam sa tu pasyati. Tamcha avati sa bhutva asau tad grahaha samupaititam. Now, if you look at this verse, it is very clear what he is saying that is in the yam, no, yam means for whomsoever, whosoever, yasya yam bhava, whoever is having a certain approach towards knowing the reality, darshayet by the Acharya, Shruti or for his own enquiries, Tam Bhavam Sa Pashyati. He sees that. Now, this is to establish that those who are following the earlier done which he has refused, why they are stuck by those philosophies or why are they going into those field is whether it is Dvaita, Yoga, Tantra, Mandra, Japa, Meditation, anything for that matter, Pranayama or whatever it is. All those things, why are they following steadfastly because are they fools? Gaudapada says no, because they got initiated into that and they thought that is the reality. And in that reality, the reality is superimposed. And therefore what happens is that the reality is there in everything. But he is appro approaching the reality in a misguided or a confused fashion, say thinking that it is Hiranyagarbha, Prana or all the things which we discussed in the last class. But in that, unknowingly what he is doing is, he is approaching, there is only one truth. That what he is approaching is also the truth only, but not knowing that it is the truth. So what happens is that, that tambhavam, tambhavam sa pasyati sa asau bhutva tam avaticha tadgraha tam samupaiti. Such a person, what happens is that he becomes so steadfast in his belief that he is approaching the reality by using that method. But the reality has its own, its own, you know, potency. So what happens is that he, to him, that reality appears, that the form in which he appears, appropriates becomes real. Now, for example, a Dvaitin, he, he approaches the reality in the form of Vishnu or Shiva or Ganesha or anything. Or if he is a Tantric, he using Tantric method. Or he is a yoga person who is using through the Kundalini method. All of them are in search of the reality. But they think that the method in which they are doing is a real, real method and they will be approaching reality with that. 
but since they are approaching reality in that form because there is other, nothing other than the reality the result also comes through that form only to him so what happens is that that is why the upasakas are so fulfilling and satisfying in their own approach because even though they don't have the knowledge of the reality because of the steadfastness with which they are approaching the reality in a form which he thinks is the right thing because he is either he has, he has been initiated into that or he has studied the relevant uh, scriptures for that so what happens is that that form meets his demands or he or meets his demand in the sense he gives him the satisfaction of happiness which he is looking for now you will find that there is same theme is reflected in the bhagavad gita when krishna says yam yam those who approach me through whichever method tam tam they i give them those things which they are approaching with now this mantra and that this uh, karika and that mantra is more or less staying the same reality so what happens is that <coughs> he wants to see vishnu in a stone or a shivalinga shiva in a shivalinga that reality is becomes the reality for him and he is steadfast in that but that doesn't take him away from the duality or not to the absolute reality which which is the substratum for it now many lives when you complete these type of thing then only your chitta shuddhi comes or your your you know your your what you call many many time when you spend on this then only you will come to a stage that is it really what i am looking for but some people are happy with that what they are doing so that is nothing wrong with it but they are not approaching the reality in the truth they don't know what is their swarupa they will know what is taught by the scriptures or their teachers and that becomes a reality for them then the karika next karika says etai resha pradag bhavai pradag geveti lakshitaha evam yo veda tatvena kalpayet so avishankitaha eshaha means this atma apradag bhavai there is nothing separate from that adudiyatvam which i said in the last class apradag bhavai means there is no pradag bhava means there is no separatedness yes. but pradag iva iti lakshitah these people are confused or they do not know the reality so they think that the atma which is inside them and the the deva or the the one which is there you know upasana doing the meditation or the devotion unto that they think it as separated from as separate from that because they think that duality is a reality for them so the the dwaitins think that the duality is a reality the tarkika thinks the tantra method is the reality 
द कुंड योग्य द हटायोगी इस थिंग द कुंडलिनी इज द मेथड देर इज सहस्रारा एंड कुंडली कुंडलिनी राइसिंग इज अ रियलिटी ऑल दोस थिंग्स नाउ व्हेन द बॉडी इटसेल्फ इज नॉट रियल ए कुंडलिनी राइसिंग इन द इन द केस ऑफ ए योगी इज लिमिटेड ओनली एज लॉन्ग एज द बॉडी इज फंक्शनल एंड द वन द बॉडी इज नॉन फंक्शनल वॉट कुंडलिनी विल डू in the waking state has no relevance in the dream state or the deep sleep state they don't investigate into these aspects they are stuck by the waking of uh, waking experience and what reality they face in the waking as only reality now this all happens holds good even for an advaiti he thinks everything is in the veda upadesa upanishad and uh, following the upanishad mantra is the ultimate they may chant the upanishad mantra and everything but without knowing the reality that knowing here is they have to be one with the reality as long as it an intellectual exercise they are not different from the dwaitins or the tarkika or, or the tantrika or a yogi method but what prithak eva iti that separate lakshitaha by by considering it as separate एवं तत्वेन यह वेद सह अभिशंकित कल्पेटेडिंग दट द रियालीटी इज आलो सपरेट फ्रॉम दैट बट वन हू वन थिंकिंग इज अपृथक भाव दिस आत्मा इज नॉट डिफरेंट फ्रॉम द एवरी आत्मा वर्ल्ड बट नॉट कंफ्यूज विंग अप्रोच he approached towards the life and the objects and experiences and everything he knows this reality in which everything is appearing for him there is no difference between him and others sarvabhuta hidayrata is the word used by the bhagavad gita he will be the beneficiary he is a benefactor for all the created ones and for him sarvam khaluidam brahma everything is in his own nature he doesn't see that advitiyatvam or ananyatvam uh, he sees only the advitiyatvam and ananyatvam in everything and he has no separateness from it. and such a person has no what you call projection that jeevam kalpayet purvam that status is no more valid for him because he has understood the truth because he is not seeing aprathak bhava without any separateness swapnamaya yada drishte gandharva nagaram yada tada vishwam idam drishtam vedandeshu vijakshanai now godapada is bringing to those who have approached aprathak bhava means non separateness using the vedanta vijakshanai by the inquiry through the vedanta method विश्व तदा विश्वमिदम दृष्टम ही सीज द होल विश्व होल वर्ल्ड 
in such a form that yet mayaya yada drishte gandharva nagaram yada like a water appearing in a mirage or a dreams dream city in an imagination or in the dream any experience which is coming same way he sees even in the waking the unreality of the experiences of the waking now this is one thing which normally most of the people make the confusion here they expect the objects of the waking should be intangible unreal like dream no please understand that in the dream the dreamer had a reality of his experiences himself and his world of experiences were real only when he realized that he is not a dreamer in the waking he had the futile value for the objects and experiences of the dream the waker in the waking if he thinks this world is objects and subject is separate and their existences are separate and they are all individually in having separate entities such a person is still deluded but vedanta vichakshanai one who has understood the vedanta he and he applies in his ex- experience in his practice he will continue to see the separatedness but he will see like the water in a mirage even though when you know that it is not a water the appearance of the water will not go same way the vedanta vichakshanai the one who has established in the vedanta that adhutiyatvam apradak bhavam he will see the world and operate in the world but he knows the reality behind the appearances for him the cow will be cow the tree will be the tree the wife will be the wife the son will be the son the teacher will be the teacher everything will remain the same name and forms but he sees in the names and forms the reality behind the names and forms like the gold and the ornaments are known as gold the water and the waves and the clouds and the droplets and the rain is nothing but water same way these names and forms as teacher student wife child animal tree mountain trees everything he will know the reality behind it is that atma bhavena sarvam bhavati for him everything will he will know that it is the same matter with which i am made the material or my swarupa my swapava or my that my reality is the same thing which is there in every every object even though they may appear to be separate the the water may appear separate to be as a wave or a cloud or a droplet or a snow but the one who knows the reality for him the separation is only name and forms the essence is what water same way the no reality known by the person he will know the reality of his own nature and he also knows that the reality of everyone so he has a samatva bhava he has an equanimous behavior and tasya pratnya pratishtita and his pratnya his intellect in the operational range is pratishtita means it is firm with the knowledge of the reality 
therefore he even though he may see the reality the duality he knows that the reality is unreal as separatedness but as oneness it has got the same same reality and where that is the time when he says nehananasti kinchana there is nothing other than that i am that everything is that but the that name and form may be separate but doesn't make make me separate from the 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 animal or the teacher or my wife or son or the you know student anything they have their own room names and forms and their qualities but in essence they are made about nothing but the same awareness if i am not have if the awareness is not there i myself do not exist that is the state of my deep sleep same is the case if awareness is not there in any one of them either they will appear to be a dead body or they may not be even appearing in front of uh, for me for an experience purpose nehanaasti kinchana atmai veda igram asid why because everything was in that if before were in the susupti avastha where did the dream world and the waking world exist they never existed even and when they started as an experience for the dreamer the waker came up or he went into a dream world he not only experienced the dreamer separate or the waker separate and the waker world separate but they were all present in him as bija bhava bija bija nidra yuta pratnya that is a pratnya stage they were all in the seed form or there is not seed form separate the seeds are not separate seeds inside the deep sleeper it is a deep sleeper in the form of a potency to come and experience the dreamer or the waker which was available in the deep state brahmai vedam agra asit this is brahma agra atmai vedam agra asit brahmai vedam agra asit both are the same meaning only atma and brahma are not different yada dvitiya dvai dhayam bhavati but if you create a separatedness in your experiences then you will be you will have the limitation you become limited everything else becomes a limiting factor and that limitation will bring a sort of sense of you know limitation and fear from that dvitiyad vai bhayam bhavati natu dvitiyam asti because there is no dvitiyam there is nothing other than that that advitiyam is the reality and in that state of advitiyatvam where we will not have the fear abhayam praptosi this is what yatnivarkar tells janaka you have reached a state of total fearlessness because you are seeing everything as your own nature and when you are seeing everything as your own nature there there cannot be a state of fear that fearlessness is from not from the from the experience from the transactional point of view but from the reality point of view yatra sarvam atmaivabhu tat kenakam pasyat kenakam bijaniyat again yatnivalka tells to janaka yatra yasya yatra tu asya sarvam atmaivabhu to such a person where everything has become himself sarvam atmaivabhu i see myself in everything here see when when we are making this statement you cannot con- imagine this vision from the identification of the individuality and the body 
when i'm saying i am seeing myself in everything i am not seeing from the point of view of the physical body identified as a name and form but my nature or my reality as the awareness pure awareness is the same thing which i am seeing in awareness in everything satchidananda swarupa that swarupa that is the nature of everything they are all existing they are all have got the awareness in it because of the existence itself is awareness and there is no difference between that and mine because i also exist and i also have awareness same is the case with every atom in the world so yatra tu asya sarvam atma eva abhut tat kena kampashyet when he such a state comes in that unity how can he some see the difference yatra anyat pasyadina anyat vijanadina anyat srunoti that is a statement which narada was told by sanaka you don't see something different from you yatra na anyat pasyadi anyat srunoti you do not hear anything other than that you are what anything is that is being shrunoti is only for one example of one indriya this thing but all the sensory inputs are giving nothing but awareness what is light is awareness what is sound is awareness what is touch is awareness <clears throat> what is taste is awareness other than awareness there is nothing the names as light touch sense sound etc are names for awareness so anyat shrunoti there is nothing other than that is happening anyat vijanati and when it happens when the awareness is used through the sense organs what is coming in becoming inside you is also awareness only that tatra is that tatra kenakam vijanati so there is nothing separate to be known there is nothing separate to be experienced there is nothing sub to be seen etc so yatra tu satya sarvam atmeva bhut tatra kenakam pachet kenakam vijaniyat is a is a is a question which i which maitri is maitri is being told by atnyal kendra bhadaranya upanishad then na nirodo na cha ulpatti narbando na cha dhadakah न मुक्षुर्न वैमुक्त इत्येषापरमाचक्षण to such a person nan iradaha there is nothing prohibitive because they what who what will he prohibit nacha ulpatti there is no creation what from where will he create what will he create nacha bando na thadakaha neither there is a bondage limitation due to anything which he thinks is anything nasa sadagaha nadi siya person who is trying to achieve something namumukshurnay vai muktaha neither he is looking for his own liberation nor he is a liberated one ityesha paramartha this is the reality 
at that state when you are one with the reality there is no difference between anything all these names and forms and activity and achievements anything which you want to name and name it they have not no locus and your no reality for this is the reality ityesha paramarthata then comes the next next karika is what there is a lot long discussion on the shankarabhashyam on this particular karika which i am not going to deal with it because that discussion alone will run to through three classes so i am not taking that shankarabhashya aspect of it because he is bringing the of, of you know purva paksha and samadana for all those things so if, for you know each one of that nirado nirado mukshu nasadaka if there is no moksha nor mukti nor moksha mumukshu then why should we do all those things as such questions are coming in this one but that we are not getting into that you know hair hair splitting logical analysis of it the 30 33rd karika says that bhavai asad bhideva advayena cha kalpitah bhava apyadvenaiva tasmat advaitata shiva ayam asmabihi eva this ayam means this atma asad bihi eva bhavai in the form of asat ಅದ್ವಯೇನ ಕಲ್ಪಿತಃ ಇನ್ ಯೂಸಿಂಗ್ ದ ಅದ್ವಯ ಆರ್ ದ ನಾನ್ ಡ್ಯುವಾಲಿಟಿ ದ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಇಟ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಈಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಅದರ್ ದನ್ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ಯು ಕಾಲ್ ಇಟ್ ಎಸ್ ದ್ವೈತ ಈಸ್ ಇನ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಲೈಕ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ ದ್ವೈತ that is a projection from the advaita point of view that is also an advaita only but we call it as dvaita because we are not able to see the advaitvam or adnanyatvam when we do not see that reality is the reason why we are projecting the advaitam now like the prana etc bhava api advayena eva tasmat advayat advayata eva shiva so in that that dvitiyat what is being seen as duality is nothing but non dual only because it is a projection as if separated out of from the reality the reason why that it is being separated out is uh, due to the non real non realization of the reality therefore in reality there is only one advayata shiva therefore tasmat advayata shiva there is only one uh, one shiva means that pure mangala swarupa or mangala this thing that is that pure real un untainted uncontaminated or undiluted reality other than that there is nothing else is that advaitam paramarthada he has said this in somewhere else in the in the one of the karikas which we saw it earlier 
न आत्मेन नानेदम न स्वेनापि कंचन कथंचन न पृथक् न पृथक् किंचिति तत्वो विधु नौ ही इज टाकिंग अबउट न आत्मेन नम आत्मेन दिस् प्राण एंड जगत एक्सेट्रा विच ईज कॉल द इदम अहम इदम दट इज हाउ द सपरेशन इज क्रियेटेड ई एंड अदर दैन ई इज कॉल दिस् इदम आत्म आत्म यू लुकिंग फ्रॉम द आत्म इन द स्वरूप भाव फ्रॉम वन वन ओन रियलाइज स्टेट ऑफ दिस थिंग द वर्ल्ड विच इज कॉल दिस अदर दैन मी दट सपरेट फ्रॉम नाना ईज नॉट दैट इज वै वी से नेह नाना किंचना देर इज नथिंग अदर दैन दैट Swena api katamchana. Now, even if you like that, if it is in the in the, within the body or within the within one's own identification, there cannot be within oneself. There cannot be a separations. This is that adhutiyatum which I have been referring to. In oneness, within that water or within the space. you cannot have you cannot have another space where can another space come from one space to de- limit it or to experience within itself so when even our experience is being mentioned there is no separation from our own self therefore to know the atma as an object or my own realization my own nature i can never know because i am not separate from it this separation is an imagination when it comes to the transaction but once who realize that that separation is a imagination in reality there is no separation other than awareness even the one who is seeing within himself for him that is how he comes to the resolution that just as i cannot know myself as separate as an object that awareness which i am seeing is as objects outside is a unreal existence because there cannot be a separate existence for an object outside me as a experience that experience is nothing but my own nature because i am also experience in nature my Ex- my reality is the experiencing or experience as a being that is exactly what is being seen in every other object outside also so there is no separation which i can really make out it what is being done is only in the name and form outside if i remove the name and form outside there cannot be anything other than that that the statement which i say for example when i say i am without the word i the amness cannot stand there but the amness is the only thing with which i can exist but suppose if i say i say you are the you is always with the word are as an existence i as an existence is always there so what is that common between the you and i is existence 
whether the name i or u is in reality is the same existence taking two different names when it is being it is being used by me for expression i call it i am when you express it you say i am so when you are also i am i am also i am but from my point of view you become you are from your point of view i become you are this is only a transactional method of separation in reality both of us are what we are experiencing is our own existence so existence being the reality this apparent separation is not a, a established reality therefore tattvidaha viduhu the those who know the reality they know the truth what is that nana kinchit prutakna aprutakiti there is nothing which you can call it as separate as separate from one another another is that it is that if you are really looking into that it is that separation of only by the name and form which we can make it therefore it is only that advaita or the non duality is the only re, only reality what is left left veeraraga bayakrodair vimuk vimukto dharmu nir munir bir bedapadagaparagaihi nirvikal nirvikalo nirvikalpohyayam drushta prapanchopashamam advayah veeraraga vadakrodha due to the raga bhaya krodha etc that is uh, desire fear anger etc which have been re- re- removed or those who have crossed over these limitations of desire anger etc veda paragai those who have understood the reality of the veda through the vedas and the, the reality of the upanishad meaning muni bihi they are all called manana shila or the muni who have uh, who have become convic so much convinced about the reality of the shastra vakyas and the, what they have it has become their nature because they have been practicing their life living that by abandoning their you know temptations for the world of forward prapanchopashama what is that happening is that when that prapanchopashama happens the prapancha is existing only when you have raga bida raga 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 bhaya krodha etc if you don't have a desire anything existing in front of you has no relevance to you if you don't have a fear for anything anything which is there for to you know to reduce you or limit you you don't have that and when the expectations are not there there is no question of anger or anything expectation comes from a desire so when the expectation is also not there there is no anger also so one who has crossed one over the desire anger etc etc for him as established due to the establishment of their own reality by the upanishadic words for them prapanchopashama to them the world the world is no more there the world of attraction is not there the appearance will be there but it is no more attractive the world whether they are they it come in the dream or whether it comes in the waking they see it as both as in the same aspect 
for a person who has realized the temptation and the, the thing everything which is coming in the dream the the appearance of the objects which can tempt and anger you appears in the waking they do not get perturbed or they do not get disturbed by the appearances of these things such people are known as prapanchopashama for whom the prapancha has become upashama means as dissolved advaya hi drishti they see everything in the pure advaya rupa they see them as non different from their own nature therefore there is no no way in which they get attracted towards this world of appearances tasmadevam viditvainam advaite yojayet smritim advaitam samanuprapya jadavat lokamachare now dhodapada here gives the instruction to those who have achieved the state because the ignorance is in such a way that if you don't do the the practice of it and achara of that tasmat evam tasmat enam evam viditva knowing this reality in this form advaite in the non dual reality smritim yojayet here is the word smritim yojayet your memory should not be calling back the experiences which you were enjoying earlier as separatedness that should get replaced with the knowledge of non dual reality and in such a case after smritim yojayet in the in the memory that is to be the one which has to come in place of all the previous ignorance because once the knowledge nyate dvaitam na vidyate once you know the reality there is cannot be that duality so once the duality comes but if you still keep on remembering it is just like that you knew that there is no more water there but you still see the water and if you get and attracted by the water you may get running towards the mirage or if you still want to see the rope knowing that it is it is rope only you still want to see the snope or a ghost in a post you can still see the ghost or a snake again in the same substratum that should not happen that is why advaita smriti myoje that smriti should not happen that you should not keep seeing the ghost again in the post then the fear will not go or if you see the snake in the rope again your fear will not go once you now know the reality the snake has no reality snake can should not be seen at all even if i oh this is how i was seeing the snake you can't even bring it that is the where the smriti comes up same way the post and the ghost you knew that it is a post and the ghost was only an imagination of mind but then for the fun of seeing the ghost again you keep looking at the ghost you 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 that you will see the ghost but that is again but that time you are seeing the ghost with the knowledge that it is not a ghost it is a post again that is where the smriti is replaced with the knowledge of it advaite smritim yojayet adaitam samanuprapya knowing that advaita dar andreting jatavat lokamacharet you should move around in this world as if you are a dead body no dead body 
cannot move by itself. But Jadavat Loka Macharet means you should treat the world like nobody wants you, neither you want anything from the world. That is the Jadavat Acharet statement, what Jagurada says. A dead body is not wanted by anybody, nor the dead body has any desire. That type of a, neither you have a desire for anything from the world, nor you have anything, you know, you, 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 you do anything to attract the world towards you. You are not going to be either attractive for the world, nor should the world attract you. That is the real, where you call the establishment of Advaita comes in, where you don't get tempted by anything, nor neither you get a, you know, follower, uh, you want to, how many followers are following in your social uh, media, or how many followers are, how many of your chelas are there as a guru, or all those things are all, again, not Jadavat Loka Matare. You are still being tracked, I mean, and entangled by the duality of the world. But a true, true person who has really understood, for him, the world is no more attractive, nor he will become, do anything such a way that he becomes attractive for the world. That is the Jadavat Loka Matare. Then the 37th and 38th Karigas are the last two Karigas. We will complete this today. Nistudir Nirnamaskaro Nisatakaro Evacha Chalachala Niketascha Yedir Yedrucha Yadrchigo Bhavet. He is explaining how it, that Jadavat Acharet will be like that. How will it be? Yati he means one who has attained that. Yatanak Shilaha, one who has practiced this Advaita as his reality, his own Surupa, he is Nistudihi. He is not attracted by the Stuti, means praising of him by others. Nir Namaskara, neither he is interested in somebody prostrating to him nor he is worried about somebody, people are not prostrating to him. Nisvadakara Evacha. Nothing, not, none of the activities which are required as a ordinary person. Swadhakara, Swadhakara means Swa, the Dharma Adi Akaras, which, which is being done by a normal person for, you know, that today is Ekadashi, tomorrow is, uh, you know, I have to do fasting and, uh, uh, you know, the, the Amavasi is coming or, you know, such type of th uh, things are called sadhakara. Nis sadhakara means he has no Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, nor full moon, new moon, ekadeshi, vaikunta ekadeshi, no guru purnima, nothing. Chala chala niketa hacha. Both chala and achala. That means both moving and immovable and immovable. Niketa. For him, they doesn't make a difference whether he whether the whether his his uh, no uh, in uh, his dependency is on a insentient thing or a sentient being. Both are treated at par by him, such a person. But for him, he doesn't see the difference between them, even though they may have different attributes and everything. But he knows, knowing the reality. 
Chalachala Niketa cha. He he doesn't have any leniency or lenient leaning attitude or dependency on these things that you know I should depend upon sentient beings or I should not become insentient beings like that. And he becomes Yadrichika Bhavet. Yadrcha Lava Santushta. He is accepting when whatever comes. He doesn't he is not accepting. Whatever comes to him, he comes to him. Whatever goes out of him, it goes. He is he is saying, "Agate swagatam guryad gachandam na divarayet." Is what Shankaracharya has written in the Vita Viveka Chotamani. Let things which are which are coming, let it come. If it comes, comes. If it goes, it goes. If something goes from the body, also he goes. Something is lost, it is lost. Yadrcha yadrchiga bavet. He becomes yet just spontaneous. He doesn't have any intent or any desire or any what you call force with which he will be made to act. He becomes a you know a person who is spontaneous in his act activities. And in the last karika, tattvamadi tattvamadhyatmikam drishtwa tattvam drishtwa tva bahyataha. तत्वी ओनली Tadbhuti tadarama, tadarama. Whatever he is seeing, he sees everything as the tattvam or the reality, and therefore he becomes a reveling person in the reality. He revels in the reality. Tattvat apruchad aprachudavave. He has he has never a moment that when he will be devoid of. Or he falls from that state of ekatvam anubhashyata, that unity which he sees with that in that tattva reality in everything. From that there is no falling down, no no question of dethroning or no question of falling from that state because that is his surupa. From how can he fall from his own surupa? From his own real nature, how can he fall fall from that? Therefore. तस्मात् अप्रच्छुदा भवेत् देयरफॉर सच अ सच अ पर्सन विल बिकम एस्टैब्लिश्ड स्थित प्रज्ञा एंड फॉर हिम ही हैज एस्टैब्लिश्ड एंड नथिंग कैन डिस्टर्ब हिम ही इज यदृच्छा लाभ संतुष्टा ही इज नॉट ही कैन नॉट कैन नेवर बी टेंप्टेड बाय समथिंग नॉर है ही इज क्राइंग एट लॉस ऑफ एनीथिंग ही हैज नाइदर थिंग and because he sees everything sarvam apnodi sarvasha he is he is in and everything in every all the things therefore he is everything he is not separate from it i am that or that aham brahmasmi that is the state of the anubhava or his own realization with which he will be living it jadavat lokam acharet he will be Like moving like a dead body in the world, neither attractive nor attracted by anything. With that, I conclude today's talk.
the vaidatya pragaranam is over in the next week we will go to the advaita pragaranam om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva vashishyate om shanti 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 hari om shri gurubhyo namaha hari om thank you bindu ji hari om that was wonderful as usual thank you bindu ji bindu ji i have one question what's the difference between uh, jadavat lok achare and uh, jagat sushupti jadavat lokam achare is means you should treat the world like a dead body that means neither attracting the world to you nor you should be attracted by the world outside jagrat swapna sushupti is experiences of the three states that person when you are had when you are dreaming like jagrat swapna sushupti even in jagrat and even in sushupti or even in the dream he knows that he is a reality he doesn't get deluded by the jagrat separate swapna separate and sushupti separate for him he is established therefore for him the waking is also dream like the dream is also dream like and sushupti is whether the dream and the world the waking is not there such a person he is he is the person who is living like a dead body neither attracted by the dream nor the waking thank you bindu ji hariyo bindu ji have a question namaste venkat uh yeah thank you so much for this uh, you know uh, the, the whole vaitatya prakarana uh, it sort of uh, resolved many things um there is one uh, you know, different parts were analyzed since we are talking about all parts and uh, you know the one the realities by the initiation you know falsely it is taken as the reality assumed due to initiation but the, the if you look at this whole thing right it is like a solving a math problem you have an assumed variable and it is used to solve the problem after that it is immaterial right the the variable is uh, used to solve and the, the solution is found the variable is no more required the concept of god or the method used is immaterial just that it's a path we just need to recognize it is one more path leave it at that now uh, why the analysis is sort of taken uh, in this case is to sort of you know discourage the seeker or enlighten the seeker okay so many paths exist but you know look at the reality analyze it is that the message uh, why analysis provided like this thinking to remove the confusion we are thinking that the duality is a reality no yeah the duality in reality is a method itself like i was taking an example of a assume variable in a math equation it is assumed right 
once the <laughs> equation is solved, that assume variable, no more required. Duality is like this, you know, um, divinity, divine, God, no, no. God, all that. There, Vangat, you are assuming that duality, you are, you are anticipating the, you know, X factor for the equation to be the, the answer for this, this thing. But a person in this case, he knows no answer before the, when he enters into the solving of the analysis, no? Agreed. This is from a, you know, Sita Pragna. It will be like this. Right. right. Uh, but not the one who is a seeker, for him it's an equation. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm missing something in your question. The Looks question like. is that analysis uh, itself, um, not sure mm -hmm. why it is done in first place. That's why I was asking. Analysis is being done in the first place is because because we know that whatever we have been seeing is not permanent and anitya. Right? And we wanted to know what is the nitya in it. And to know the nitya, we need to know what is nitya, nitya vastu viveka analysis. That is the time when we come to know what is the reality behind it. Am I, am I clear? Okay, okay, okay. This is, uh, you know, I think it's like going back. After the show is over, we are trying to explain the show. Right. <laughs> That's what happened in this Upanishad. The show is over and Vaitaita Prakarna is explaining the show itself. Right. Uh, so it is like going back. Okay, I got it, Bhandoji. Uh, I think that what I have to say um, uh, is similar to what you just said, Venkatji. But first, I just want to say um, it's such an incredible thing that we're sitting here together in this room. And, you know, it is all part of this same, it's all a story as well. But this is just the most brilliant um, uh, um story that you know how did we get that fortunate to be here and i just want to um say bindaji that you appear like a weaver for me like there's all these pieces that are getting sewn together with this uh golden thread and your kindness and your care to take the time for all of us we just show up but you've you've prepared and you've uh spent your life understanding and realizing these things and uh we are incredibly um incredibly fortunate and I, I think it's really uh, important to realize that uh, it would be such a waste to just show up to these rooms as something interesting like there's actually a door being opened and the question is whether we just want to think about it or or take a step through it and um, I want to honor you for that um, so with what Venkachi was saying it was relates to what I was thinking it's as if it seems to me as if um, we started out uh, with the Mandukya uh, uh, basically saying uh, what is what and, um, uh, and, and just laying it out and, and, and showing and on its own taking the center stage of the, of the states and that that needs to be paid attention to. Obviously, that's like a key to the door. And then very interestingly, and, and I'm, at the end, what I really want to do is hear what you have to say about this. Then the Mandukya, after Mantra 7, um, I guess I'm looking here now, in like 8, 9, 
10 and 11, uh, it breaks out, uh, let me open this up, it breaks out Om and, um, and the Onkara. And what was interesting to notice, and Rajesh mentioned this in a room uh, after we went through uh, those last mantras, was that uh, people didn't take a huge interest and the way I thought that was very odd, because what happened to me when we got to those was that I realized <laughs> that they were saying, and you said something like, you can't just do this in a in a rote or ritualistic way. Those weren't your words. I'd have to listen back to the recording. But you were saying you have to kind of actually inhabit uh, the A-U and M, that this is directing you to really find out what those are. And it hit me that... Um, my first real teacher many, many, many years ago was doing exactly that, even though these words weren't being used. Uh, she was directing us towards these very states and to pay deep and to be given practices for deep attention. And what came out of that was, uh, you know, really mind blowing in terms of uh, experience and realization. So I thought, wow, um, this is where it's at P to pay attention to these and find the practices and and do it. And then Rajesh pointed out in a room that people just sort of hurried past that. It, it was like they wanted to talk about consciousness, but, you know, <laughs> uh, that felt so important. And that was part of the Mandukya. That wasn't part of the Karakas. And then we got on to now just reading these verses. And it seems like to what Venkatji said, you know, it went from the saying how it is to the offering of the Ankara. And then uh, now, uh, like, it's true, like you said this yourself, this isn't going to really make sense until after you've experienced it. And I think that's what Venkatji was getting at. And yet, it has an attraction to the seeker. There's this real tendency to want to think our way into it, uh, which maybe that works for some, but that wasn't for me. So I, I would like to hear you talk about these stages that these readings go through. And I think it relates directly to what Venkatji was saying. And again, uh, it's sad to me sometimes when I feel people are just trying to extract from you, Benjaji, like, oh, we can't end the room or, oh, I have one more question. Uh, I mean, we're just so fortunate that you're here. Thank you, Admitya. You are right. The seventh mantra is completing the entire instruction as far as the truth is concerned. And eighth to the twelfth is basically for people who have still not been able to fathom the that immediate experience within their own bosom. They are being given an anchor of the Omkara as a prop, this I have told in that class also, it is only a prop which we are using to, uh, to, to practice it in such a way that when Akara, Ukara, Makara being merged together and to become the Om, and then the silence after that is where the substratum for the Omkara comes. The the substratum for every reality is in the existence. Without existence, there is nothing. And existence itself is in the form of awareness because if you if something is to be exist, 
we should be knowing that it is existing. So existence and awareness are not two things. It is the same thing. We may call it by two different names. Same is the case that the silence before the Onkara is mandatory and it is only in that the Onkara can appear. So those who are doing the Onkara Upasana using the Akara, Ukara, Makara and the Amatra. So the attention is not on the Akara merging in Ukara or Ukara merging in Makara. But after the Akara, Ukara, Makara, when the Omkara is becoming silent, when there is no duality to be experienced, there is a silence in which these three dissolve. Same is the case when our waking dream and deep sleep dissolve and we are in the absolute reality, abiding in the reality, without identifying with the waker, dreamer or the deep sleeper. How can we do that? Because I know that I have the three states, so I have to be different from the three states. So Tebyo Vilakshana Sakshi Chinma Troham Sadashivam is the Upanishad Mantra. Separate from the three, yet knowing the three, I have to be the knower of the three means I am not the three. And that knower has to be present in the three all the time. Then only he can be the observer of the three. Same way, the silence of the Omkara has to be present in the A, in the U, in the Ma, or in the Jagrat, Sopna, Sushupti. When these things are understood and shift identification from the waker which is our natural identification as a name and form we are assumed to be in the form of smriti when from that when we shift to that awareness without name and form we are in that silence of the onkara or we are in the silence or the turiya or we are one with the turiya once you know and taste or be that then you don't need that to be revisiting because you know that is what you are and when you know that when you are in waking also it is that which is seeing the waking it is that which is seeing the dreaming it is that in which the deep sleep is happening and you know that that is your reality these three are coming and going therefore they are not permanent they are not but i am permanent i am the nitya and I am Shuddha, I mean I am pure because I am not contaminated by the waker and the waker world. I am not the dreamer nor the dreamer world. I am not the deep sleeper and with the ignorance of the deep sleep. I am the pure existence, awareness. And I am a Sakshi only when I know that these things are appearing and going. When the three things are abandoned or I discard them as unreal, even I am not even a witness. So that Sakshi, even the Sakshi Bhava goes, the Sakshi can be there when something is to be seen. The witness can only be there when the witness thinks something is happening. When the something which is being witnessed is unreal and you don't want to value it, why do you want to be a witness? You are not even witnessing the unreality. That state of oneness or pure content being 
where there is nothing else other than that that is the state which we should be in and looking to the experiences from and when we look from that the experiences you we will see that the experiences are like bubbles coming out of the ocean it is coming out of my own awareness i don't see them as separate that bubble is nothing but my own bubble the waking is my own bubble the dream is my bubble the deep sleep is my bubble i am the i am the water in which these bubbles come and go every we call it as a day and night or whatever may be the time which even time and space comes in that so i am beyond that that state is what is to be experienced and these analysis are required for person who have no you know potency to analyze it by themselves the upanishad the mantras the teacher the karika everything comes in handy but don't hang on to them and remain with that they are be all and end all the be all and end all is our own true nature we are the truth and these are used for finding out our true nature because we have forgotten our own true nature that is when the satisfaction comes and once that is achieved there is nothing more to achieve uh uh thank you so much um it is uh well, i just lost all my words it's um it's uh, it's beautiful to listen to you you are the most beautiful part of this story and it really is you know all that comes to my mind is it's mind blowing it's like it explodes the it explodes the whole way of thinking and perceiving of of that experience of being an individual even though everything is still appearing and um I will say that uh especially for someone growing up like myself in a culture that is not just steeped in in these kinds of conversations and thinking that listening to um to these later um karikas uh that are describing uh you know there there is a sense of celebration that um that there even are you know people who have thought through and explained these things because uh they aren't the kind of conversations i'm ever around um but uh yeah very very amazing and beautiful and um uh i do feel very very close uh and i'm on the other side of the planet and it doesn't matter so i i honor you all and i honor you bindoji thank you pranam uh, bindoji i just wanted to follow it up with uh, the omkara you know the importance of uh, after you see uh, say the purna mantra you say om shanti 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 maybe you can just uh, i just want to hear from you the relevance of the three shantis as a as a sadhaka thank you see the three shanti is for dosha treya the three type of impediment that can come for our progress in the spiritual path they are categorized as adi baudhikam adi daivikam and adhyatma means adi baudhikam means coming out of all creations it can be from lightning to an insect bite everything comes under the adi baudhikam or everything that is created adi daivikam is which is unseen but forces which are impediments 
however much we may be intending to achieve the result or earnest in our attempts time space or even you know our own our own you know conditions which are supposed to be helpful for us to do that it can be becoming an impediment that is called unknown factors which are impediment we don't know what is stopping but somehow that we are not able to do it that is called adi devikam and adhyatmam is that one which is from within side our mental mood our intellectual capacity or you know the steadfastness with which we commit ourselves to uh, achieve that all those things are all called adhyatma so we want to have peace with these three forces which are unless they are supportive our you know process of spiritual progress or spiritual method can be disturbed to get shanti or peace with them we say the three shanti om shanti 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 is for the three of them adi devikam adi bautikam adhyatma these are the three ones thank you thank you bindu ji uh, namaste bindu ji and everyone in the panel namaste this session was so powerful i mean so the highest knowledge human can have explained to us in the simplest words and thank you bindu ji for that and uh, eternally grateful is all i can say and uh, my question is it's a queer first question is you mentioned fearlessness but not in the transactional manner so maybe if you could throw some light on that is it kind of self confidence that negates duality steadfastly kind of thing or you mean something else well the transactional fear is fear from the bhautikas or the created things which are like you know animals or uh, enemies and things like that is called uh, the fear normally comes because our identification with to our physical body but in the in the spiritual path the fearlessness due to the knowledge is happening is because where there is a stage where the ego gets nullified and ego cannot stand its own annihilation that is the time when the fear will be the maximum for the sadhaka when he has to drop his ego it is unless you you tread that you know hurdle it is very difficult to you know vocalize or explain it in a using language you know falling from a cliff is nothing compared to that i mean you can fall from a cliff and you may die that's okay it it, it is something physically you are dying but living at the same time your ego is dying is something which you cannot imagine even that is the time when the fear is the maximum and that fear is converted into 
a total peace when you know the reality it is just like that the darkness which was clouding the reality suddenly when it goes you get all the brightness which is which was removing which was you know prohibiting the dark uh, the light when it goes and you see that entered the you know the typical saying of the light at the end of the tunnel type of a thing that is the time when you are spiritual progress when it happens and you are not able to cross over the ego to establish yourself you are not the ego but you are the reality that is the time when the fear will be the highest this is the fear what is being referred to as abhayam in the in the spiritual sense it is not the transactional fear as you rightly said that state of fearlessness is because neha nanasti kinchana and there is nothing other than me so even the ego is ego was the reason why i was thinking that i am separate and everything else is separate that cause for that separatedness when it goes then there is neha nanasti kinchana there is nothing other than that reality or that is my reality or my truth and that is shivam advaitam wow wow thank you so much dhanyawad my second question is when we talk of non separation and no multiplicity why there is a separate mention of sentient and non sentient because when one says that self is everything or oneness interchangeably why do we use discretion in this because in our transactional uh, aspect we have no value for insentient things like sand rock tree or you know these things are we don't even think them as the same stuff which i am made of i am ready to hammer a rock and break it but when i am doing to a sentient being like a in a in a cow or a horse or anything i can see that giving a reaction of pain and you know input but based on the reaction of the body i feel that there is a pain in the horse or the animal or sentient being but i don't take that sentiency that in a rock it is not seen but when the rock and the horse and i am the same stuff how can i differentiate between a rock and a horse the pain of the rock and the pain of the horse should be the same and it should be the same as the my physical body but this is when it is identifying with the body but in the case of reality when it is the tattvam from the point of view there is no pain no pleasure there is only reality the existence is the reality in that case sentient or insentient doesn't make a deep difference thank you so much i'm done bindu ji could you please uh, throw some light on the different uh, avarans asthapada kavaran and others please can can you repeat the question which one there are certain avarans right which is on the jiva which differentiate from the gyana uh, there is asthapada kavaran abhana pada kavaran you might hear 
I think yeah. Atul, in my in my in my philosophy or from what I have studied, there is only one avaran, and that avaran is called ignorance. Everything else is due to ignorance. You can have any number of avarans. Even the panchakosha viveka, the having the five body of annamaya, pranamaya, manomaya, all those things are result of ignorance. When I am not even the body, whether it is pranamaya or annamaya, what difference does it make? The body is an appearance of the waker. Where did my annamaya and pranamaya and vichyanamaya go when I was a dreamer? Right. So these terms are basically from uh, Yoga Vasistha Maharamaya. Yes. Yoga Vasistha has. Contaminated the pure Advaita, Kevala Advaita. Even though it may be appearing to be metaphysical in nature, but it has contaminated the pure Advaita, which is there in the Upanishad, especially in the Mantuki. Namaste, Bindoji. Namaste. Yes, you are audible. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Bindoji. We are fortunate to be, uh, we, are, we are fortunate to have you among us. So, I have this uh, question which I had to ask you and only you. So, uh, the question goes that uh, even if one is abiding in the stillness, um, the person's body is in space time, right? So, there is always dependency. Uh, on the body and the platform, which is space-time, um, which is a link to the projected reality. And, li and like you mentioned today, there is no point drifting to the drifting back to the transient reality once you have realized, or once one has realized. Uh, but most of uh, the people that I have personally met who I know are the closest to truth um, seem to be living a very normal life, normal uh, in the sense that like anybody else. Uh, and I'm not really okay with that because I'm not able to um, I'm not able to understand uh, if I'm not meeting the right people or uh, if that's accepted for an Advaiti, right? So, if one is abiding in that awareness, isn't just abiding there or waiting there until death of the body the only option uh, for that person? That's my question. See, where the body, time and space where is it experienced? Only in your waking, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, if they have a reality, it should be experienced in all the states. The time and space is not experienced in all the realities. So, it is not real. So, the dependency on the time and space is a illusion 
or an on or a unreality being imagined as real only for transactional purpose in the waking now coming to the expressions of people who have experienced or who are supposed to have known the reality in the silence abiding in dialing no way you can make a difference because whether you realize or not right now you are also that you may not know it that is a different issue but that doesn't make you not the reality right you are also that reality only so being the reality if you are working in this form whether you know the reality or not only you will be able to say that outside a person how can you know what is your knowledge about your reality it is just like i explained in one of the earlier classes even a dentist cannot say whether you have a toothache or not only the person who suffers the toothache can say that my toothache has gone or not right same is the case whether you have you have established yourself in the reality or not it is a personal and internal and your own knowledge and in that knowledge you will be guided by the knowledge if you are adhering to that if you are not adhering to that you may know it as technically or intellectually but you are not abiding in it and when you are not abiding it your actions will be wait that is why when the godapada says jadavat lokamacharet you should be like a dead body neither attractive to the world nor attracted by the world that is the state of a person who has really established and living that life the other people are the earlier category on the 28th shloka were mentioned no they know what is advaita as theory and explanation but they are not living the advaitic life that is a different aspect but nobody no can say from outside once you once you know it how can you say that i forgot about it this is not something which is a memory based knowledge it is just like you are see anything in the transactional is memory based knowledge only whereas your your beingness that you are a human being or you are you know what you know about yourself that is not based on your memory you don't have to recall it in the whole thing even if i've seen that you know my mother in law is an alzheimer's patient she 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 may not remember anything what is passed in her life but even in the absence of her and not knowing his past her past life her body and her reaction to the stimuli from outside is that i am the body that is not based on memory her memory is gone totally but her reaction to the stimuli from outside is identified by the body that identification by the body is so strong 
that is what it is not based on memory it is the identification that identification when you know that you are not the body but you are knower of the body has to happen only with knowledge and once that happens that will not be ever going out of your memory or out of your system because you do not identify the body even when your memory is in there or when your memory is not there you will be always in that because you more no more identify yourself with the body you didn't identify with your body when you were into dream you were the body but you didn't realize, you didn't know that you are the waker body at that time in your dream so you know that there is a state where you can see the waker body separate the dreamer body separate you being separate from the two so there is a state from where you can see them as separate and that is not something which you can forget that is your real nature i hope you understood what i why i'm trying to communicate yes bindu ji thank you one follow up on that so um i am able to understand that um, the other people other the people outside around you don't need to know and it is not for them to know but from the observer standpoint isn't it a compromise that in spite of knowing the truth he is willing to settle for less because of the body personally is it not living two truths even after knowing the truth if it has become his being he cannot have a dual life but if it is an intellectual knowledge he may that's all i can say um given but uh, yeah I, i get the essence of it thank you so much namaste bindu ji i think i just want to thank you again for namaste srinivas <clears throat> great session yeah uh, one of my favorite <laughs> chapters and yeah it's really a great pleasure to listen it from you uh, uh, you know it's really great yeah uh, of course uh, i think i i can't think of any questions or any discussions uh, like uh, you are explaining and just listening to uh, you interpreting the karikas is beautiful so i just thank you thanks it has to be understood through knowledge that's the one i just wanted you just said it to um i don't know who you were speaking to before shrinivas i think gk so has to be as in it can't be experienced first of all to experience it has to be separate from you yes things which are separate from you you can experience hmm. yes it can't be like How one thing experiencing with? another but there has to be some sense of knowingness that this is something that uh, you know i i have seen or i have known for myself so there will not be that sense it cannot be explained uh, joy in the sense that even me i will give you an example it will fall short of and i it's imagine suppose a an actor while shooting the uh, particular scene he is being you know doing the role of an actor he forgot his that 
he lives through the actor in that moment forgetting his own real nature because all he knows is that the set the camera the lighting and everything and he is now that person and he has to project that is a real actor's way of doing that presentation of his his own uh, you know role play but the moment that lights go off and everything it doesn't take time for him to come back to his own real nature right nobody has to remind yeah. him who he is now we have to understand that these roles which we are playing in our waking dream and deep sleep are different roles for the different sets of films but it is continuously happening between dream waking and deep sleep we never got a time to get out of that and know who we are if you are able to think that way i am selling it's a shortcoming that is a example is not 100% true but imagine that you get an opportunity to not be in waking not be in dream not to be in deep sleep to know yourself do you need to be educated as a knowledge that who you are you don't have to be how do you know that you are separate from the thing because you know that these are experiences of mind which is called waking dream and deep sleep and as a knower of the three happening in my knowledge i have to be the knower of the three and therefore the separate from the known the waking experience is a known the dream experience is a known thing the deep sleep is a known thing so i as a knower has to be separate from the but the continuity between the dream waking and the deep sleeping is going on and on we never got a chance to get out of that and look as an knower of the three only when we study these upanishads and we think in from that point of view we even think that there is yes i am the knower of the three only will be known only when the upanishad tells us that is a time when you can detach yourself from the waker the dreamer and the deep sleeper and look at them as experiences not as living being in the, in the my waking is a waking experience for me and i am not the one in the waking experience for me it is a it is an object of experience which i am aware of my dream is an object of experience for me i am aware of my deep sleep is an object of experience for me because i know my deep sleep and i have to be separate from them and that i don't have to be taught that who i am that is my real nature like that when the lights are shut off that actor knows who he is when the three tebyo vilakshana sakshi chinmatroham sadashivam that is the time i become the shiva chitmatra pure knowledge uh, on a slight tangent vinduji when you said when the lights are off uh agar jab soul body ko chhodta hai which is what we call as you know death or whatever uske baad if one is in the soul state so to speak or in one's uh, uh, rather let me say formlessness i'm saying just in an ordinary conversational sense like somebody who's not necessarily trying to know themselves in this uh, you know waking state or whatever uh, is that state uh, you know i mean i the way i sort of it will sound very 
maybe too simplistic if I say it, like the if one knows what one really is, one may not even need to have come back in the whole cycle in a body or not. Either way, if they want to, in spite of that, that's different. But uh, if one doesn't know, uh, does this cycle have to continue? Or is it that this is when one is in that state, the lights are off and one remembers who one is? Otherwise, this effort is being made because of that only, you know, that you, well, for me, it is like I want to know myself while I'm in the body also. Not because I feel that once I'm out of the body, then I may or may not be able to. But if it's, I feel like it's not as spontaneous. For a moment, it actually is really when you initially leave the body, they say for, for a short while, one is just in that neutrality and till one comes back. So then this can just be the thing now that uh, the question that if one lights out, I'm anyways going to know myself. Then why am I uh, pushing for it beyond a certain limit? Like certain things are seen and understood, but sometimes when uh, some things are not, then I feel even then this would not be correct to feel that on lights out, this actor will know. I'm saying from the same analogy, it doesn't, this doesn't really happen with us, right? As the as the formless doesn't necessarily not only know himself uh, after leaving the body uh, with that. I don't want to call it a state, and, but it doesn't stay there that way. Because if the knowingness has come here, then it's different, right? Okay. Now I'll ask you a simple question: When you left your body from the waking, when you went to the dream. What did you know about the leaving of the body of the waker? But somehow when I'm talking about leaving the body, I'm not talking about leaving the body in the sense of deep sleep uh, and uh, waker and... No, no, no. I'm talking see, about when you like literally... See, see this, this is exactly... No, this is exactly mm -hmm. why we are making a mistake. We are thinking there is a body, real body, mm -hmm. which is going through the waking dream and deep sleep. It is not. What you should understand is that what you call as birth and death is an imagination. What you call as abandoning the body and going is also an imagination. In the sense, it is unreal. If you are able to imagine your own body being left from waker to the dream, what did you do with the body of the waker? It was a non-existent, unreal thing, so you didn't have any effort to live it. You went into a dream world. Now reverse the thing that, what did you do with the dreamer body when you went to waking? Did you bury it, cremate it? Did he go through a re rebirth again? No. Both the waker body and the dreamer body are similar. Our, you know, imagination of time as a continuation in the waking is also a part of the body's uh, you know, imagination. The body is imagining that the time and the space is a continuum. If it is continuum, that should be continuous even all the time. In the dream and in the deep sleep, it should have continued. But it is not being the... If it is not continuing, how can you say that the life is continuous in the waking? It is an imagination. In fact, 
the the whole process of waking dream and deep sleep is such a beautiful uh, you know experience given to the individuals or the deluded person to get out of it if there had been no waking dream and deep sleep we would have been in permanent darkness of ignorance if the waking dream and deep sleep is the tool given to the deluded separate individual of it imagine think that way as a tool to analyze itself to get out of it only we can analyze it we can get out of it you didn't have to do with anything body but you think that your body is separately valid rigid and you know going through birth and rebirth and cycle in the waking but why waking is only one third of your experience joy another one third is of the dream another one third is of the deep sleep you are not worried about the dreamer body nor the deep sleeper body why are you only worried about the waker body because you identify with it right yeah yeah think see that this answer is within our own our own experience we are not analyzing our experiences and then we are imagining so many things and creating a world of imaginative reality so that we have now come to a stage we cannot untangle it and get out of it so at the risk of sounding further ignorant which i'm actually okay with uh for now <laughs> it's that the way one grows up right uh, we seem to feel that this body does have a continuity and uh, but i think it's uh, beautiful beyond belief when i when if especially if it is seen and believed in that especially the illustration that you just gave of not having to do anything about the dream body yes that's never been a concern truly but the the body of uh the body mind world reality whatever in the waking state does seem to have a continuity right um like if you live in a house with people you meet the same people or whatever it is and uh, they seem to think that this they they have a continuity i mean that's how you first see that when you're growing up as a child or whatever and so i guess you i don't know if it's only because of that uh, that one perceives it that way but definitely uh, most of the world does perceive themselves as being real and the body mind in the waking state as being real and definitely more so than in the uh, sleep state in the dream state body right that one can instantly drop the whole thing when when they wake up instantly like you don't have to go and rescue a child that you saw in your dream upon waking up who you, says that who says that no i'm saying in the dream if you see a child yeah. you wake up you just leave the, the dreamer whole story. the dreamer will not say that in the dream he will not say but on waking up it's instantaneous like uh, that you're no longer worried about it now now unfortunately you don't have you have a state where you can treat your waking similar to your dream but unless you shift there and look at the waking the waking be, when you are in waking waking will be real just as in the dream the dream were real this shifting out of your waking experience to your own reality to look at the waking is needed for knowing that the waking is also dream like that is what is the precious is asking you all of us to do and for that it is giving analysis logic and experiences if we something can be logically proved and experientially convinced 
why are we not taking the plunge is the question yes but i was asking you that is it only the knowledge or when one sits in a you know with a self inquiry uh when one leaves aside everything of uh, the there life. the knowledge and being are not two different things joy the knowledge and the being the being the knowledge itself or being then you don't call it as an experience because experience has a connotation that you need to to experience something so being the knowledge you are the truth is the knowledge and you be established in the truth doesn't need any anybody else to vouch whether you are in the truth or not yeah but you when you say knowledge uh, sorry you're talking about understanding right it is not that transactional knowledge i am talking about yeah it's a being it's a being how are we differentiating between the knowledge the gyana which we hear understand and it starts to sink in versus what you said uh, the being the knowledge because then it does go deeper for it to be being right yes. than just yes so for example the knowledge the the knowledge in the intellectual level is like something which can be either remembered forgotten and uh, you know modified but that which cannot be done by any of these things for example the closest which i can say is that you are a human being you don't see you are a human knowledge no you know that you are you know that you are a human being is by being a human being right you have an experience of being a human being and that is your knowledge also right yeah mm-hmm. there the knowledge is separate being is separate is not two things two things but in the human being bringing difference like a male female child old age middle age all those things are for the segregation and separation we are bringing into it but as a being as a human human nature of mind is based on the association with the body now this human nature of association with the body is only in the waking which i call myself as abindo or you call it as yourself as joy neither bindo or joy didn't have a name and form when we both went into our dreams it was a different thing but experience and experiencing knowing everything had kept on happening the awareness continued there also but the body accepted or body assumed was different therefore the waker body of joy or bindo is no more use it than valid we don't know what we did with it we went to another exp- level of experience and we assumed a certain bodies and enjoyed as enjoyed or suffered through another set of bodies there we abandoned it went into a sleep where neither the waking body or not the dream body existed to us and i we knew nothing we did not know what was the individuality also whether male female young old indian non indian white black nothing of that sort of differentiation were felt we were in a state of unison your deep sleep and my deep sleep are not two different thing we were both having the deep sleep which can be identical because both of us will wake up and say i had a good sleep and i knew nothing 
that nothing has to be common for both of us. Therefore, the experience is the same. But when we wake up, we assume the bodies again and experiences again because it is already created with certain knowledge and the imagination and uh, memories and everything. We continue to pick up from that. Even the present experience which is coming to you, 80-90% of them, you are coloring it with our memory. The language is a memory. The meaning of the language is a memory. The experiences are from uh, verified with the memory bank. Whether it is good, bad or ugly is verified with the thing. So even the present experiences, we are depending so much on our memory. And that is exactly, these are all creation of the same, what you call, imaginative skill of the awareness to project. It is not the imaginative skill of the mind or the intellect. No, awareness has a quality to project itself. But when the moment it's projected, the projected one got identified with the projection and he forgot himself. That is the only way we can say that. But it has not really happened. Because there is nothing other than that. So when, when I project myself in a dream, I became a dreamer. The same way, when I projected myself as a waker, I became a waker. The I which is projecting the waker and the I projecting the dreamer are separate from the waker and the dreamer. And that is why I am able to know that I have a waking, I have a dream and I have a deep sleep. Yes, Pinsaji. This part, this part is, is somewhat, somewhat clear, but I mean, this is clear that there are three and there is something that is watching all three, which is more constant than the other three. Uh, and especially, uh, you know, there seems to be a slight difference between the, the waking dream and the dreaming dream. The dreaming dream is instantly left. Uh, at least in my case, on waking up, I don't go into dream analysis and what happened and uh, things like that. And I, I try to just, I, I mean, I don't have to try really, unless it's something which is really a shaky dream. But even then, one just has to just say, wait, that was just a dream. And uh, with this re this state, the waking state, uh, it's these understandings and certain things that one can... Uh, you know, insights or all of this is w which sort of points you back to uh, the fact that you are that awareness, that third, whatever you want to call it. That's the only thing which is real and these are the others are just projections. But wh wh what I wondered is when you said it can only be understood as a knowledge and not as an experience, why I asked you about that is because when one sits down to, let's say in the beginning has heard a pointer about awareness versus everything else, the mind, the thoughts, the feelings. So you sit down to sort of leave those aside. There is a certain, uh, I don't want to say too much about it, but there is a certain kind of like silence, let me call it that, that comes. Um, but when someone asks you something later on, that do you know yourself as awareness or some something very specific, like this awareness is everywhere, this is, uh, awareness is uh, formless, yes. That is... Uh, <laughs> There's nothing to say no to that. That's just clear. But 
for me in the silence as i as i've said to one other person here before is that the silence in the silence there is silence there is not really somebody sitting being silent or analyzing it i i suppose i i mean even look at that further but yes that part is you know uh, it's just silent and if questions are asked for me the answers are just silence at that time mostly unless it's something is asking me is formless is it doesn't have att- no attributes just formless like this yes but um when i hear people answering questions about it or other ways of being in life being unaffected by certain things um then it might seem that something more was to be seen or understood okay just not just the silence so but when i hear you say that just the knowledge is enough then the something more that needs to be seen is not really even there isn't a need then i suppose when it's like see for yourself look is said yeah so you are understanding that knowledge as something information i'm not talking about information that knowledge is being you 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 become the knowledge or the you you become one with the knowledge information is always recollected whereas knowledge the word which i use as knowledge is is your nature your swarupa and that that is only you can know your swarupa no and you know it when you know it and it is not an experience as an objective experience or a, you are a subject who is knowing something that is why i said the word knowing is knowledge is used for the purpose of in the absence of word because yatovacho nivartande aprapya manasasaha is the word upanishad says that it is word words fail to explain and mind can fathom to you know measure it or explain it that is the state of it and that is the that is the state one which is observing the three states of experiences going happening to us who is that you can not explain if somebody ask you did you know the reality or what is awareness you as you rightly said you cannot be uttering one word to explain that silence is the best answer know it you will know it that is all the answer which i give normally you have to know it to know it no way of explaining it can make you know it yeah, yeah but, but for me it's coming in such a simple way that from what the song and dance that i hear it's not necessarily like that for me and also when you say knowledge to me now it sounds like what i'm using knowingness uh is also similar to what you're saying is knowledge is, is that similar because it's not like one thing knowing another that i get it's like the eyes can't see themselves so in that sense there's not going to be an objective experience so in the in the lack of an experience one may think that oh i don't know nothing happened you know but nothing happened nothing itself right is there uh, so uh, it, it i felt like maybe a certain some more knowingness would be there beyond just a intellectual understanding and that's all i was yeah joy please leave all expectation you cannot expect yourself <laughs> yeah 
So it's really. Is there any other questions? Uh, that thank we you have for all this, the... Binduji. Thank you. Go ahead, Ari. Uh, hey, Binduji. Pranam. Pranam. Yeah. So interesting way, you know, the way Mandukya uh, this karika ended. I was just going through the 36th, uh, you know, 37th and 38th karika, where actually Acharan is being described for the you know Gyanmarki when he has realized. Uh, if I'm not wrong, if when he has realized enlightenment or when he has, you know, attained the knowledge of Atma, you know, he has thus knowing the Atma, the one beyond all dual concepts, you know, that he so the 36th Karika. So, so why is in a way that Acharan is being, you know, a certain Acharan is being uh, prescribed, especially after, uh, you know, enlightenment has happened. Uh, again, this the Advaitic enlightenment has hap happened. That is my first question. The second question is, again, one of the things you know that was there, which was in the 32nd uh, Karika, and the second line of course you said it can be hair splitting, itesha parmartha. So there, it's a very interesting line, you know. Uh, of course. Uh, uh, it is, is it referring to a certain kind of cessation of all perceptional ideas that we have got? You know, that even the idea of freedom, even the idea of moksha, there is no idea that we can imagine is left, you know, after the realization of the highest truth. So these are my two questions. Yeah. Jadavat Lokamacharit is a statement. What does it mean is that having seen the reality and become one with the reality, you know the truth of all appearances and that is why the appearances will continue. But you know the reality of the appearances. Like the example which I said is the mirage thing. You know, the wateriness of the mirage will continue even though when you know that there is no more water in it. Same way, the world and the transactional world of experiences of the waker, dream and deep sleep will continue for the one who has known the truth also. And he will continue to live in the same world. But since he has the knowledge of the reality, his attitude toward the world and his expectation out of the world will be like a dead body. He is neither going to be attracting the world towards him nor he will get attracted by anything from of the world because he has no no anger no love no hatred nothing for anything in the world because he sees himself in everything nor since he sees himself in everything he is not interested in anything getting attracted towards him also so that is a state of a dead body which is explained as a dead body is neither attracted by anything nor the dead body has any attraction towards anybody. So that type of an attitude should be maintained, will be maintained by the person who has understood the reality. That is why the achare, the word is used there, because the tendency for the, you know, what happens is that the question can always come. If the viewer always real, then the truth is our reality. Why where did the, how did we become the ignorant? That question can come. That how did we become ignorant is that we are not really become ignorant. We are thinking that we are ignorant. 
that if that of a fan attitude is what exactly will should not happen to people who have you may, you may be as somebody i think g was asking gk was asking saying that they have seen people who know the reality who are talking vedanta and upanishad and all but their actions are not you know as per what the upanishad is talking about these are all people who have understood it intellectually but has not become knowledge has become their part and parcel of them they are not the knowledge has not become their reality their own nature such people intellectually may be knowing everything but not be able to become the knowledge see knowing is some something and becoming the knowledge is something different this is something only when you can you, you when you when you get there only you can say that how it is happening any uh, there is no example which we can give you know and i mean a, a crude example will be a medical college professor can teach the medical students everything but he may not be a good doctor to practice right the theoretical he has all the knowledge he may take may teach everything from the medical books but when it comes to application and practicing med- medicines he may not be able as good as a his own students so that is something similar in here we can say that the advaitic knowledge can be you know you may if you have knowledge of sanskrit and uh, you know explanatory capability or oratory you may be able to do it but you are not living that knowledge which you are doing so teaching and preaching preaching and practicing have to be taken together that is the right the jadavat loka madhya and coming to your second question what was that oh that was regarding the second line of the 32nd karika the namo mukshurna vay mukta etesha parpatha so is it like uh, you know all perceptual ideas that we have for for everything we have like freedom moksha everything is that because, all to be bad yes because we are our swarupa is nitya shuddha buddha mukta swabhava we are always we are nitya means we are eternal shuddha means pure buddha means free from all bondages and that is our nature so if that is our nature is there any need for attaining trying to find out trying to have that state and moksha ichha and mumukshu one who has realized as a separate one from what you are today this is because when we think we are not that the mukti and the moksha and the, you know the attempt to achieve that experience of moksha realization as an experience all these notions can happen when we not do not know the reality the moment you know the reality you will know that ah this is what i was i was knowing this all the time how come i didn't see this i know the reality but i was not seeing that it in myself and that is my nature i have been i am not the one who is waker i am not the one who is a dreamer i am not the one but i am the one who is knowing all the three states so i have to be different from them is my reality uh, how come i got identified myself with that waker and the dreamer and the deep sleeper in the question when you ask yourself that time you will say no i know that i am the observer of the waker dreamer and deep sleeper but how come i didn't identify with the the, the witness to the three how did i become identified with this thing that is because it happened that's all we can say how did the snake appear on the rope 
it, if, it, if, if it is a real snake has come, you have to ask a question. How did it come? But if it is only an appearance, you cannot ask a question, how did the snake come on the rope? No, it is only an appearance. Appearances are the, is, is unreal. Therefore, there is no answer for unreal things. This is how that Mumukthur Namodha, that uh, even the Nirvana Shatakam says, no? Na bandar na muktur, na bandur na all those slokas are there in the Nirvana Shatakam. Aham nirvikalpo nirakara rupo chidananda rupa shivoham shivoham. That one says that same example. Yeah, and, and that's why there are strong parallels, you know, uh, to other dharmic tradition as well uh, with these two lines, the 32nd, second line of 32nd Karika. And obviously the Acharan that he's talking about, uh, one can, you know, now again, this is me going a little off the boat, that one can, you know, relate it to how Shiva is, you know, Shiva is also being shoved, you know, and even Param Yogis are seen as people who have actually become uh, dead. Uh, symbolically, they are, you know, metaphorically, they, always we have referred to our Yogis as people, you know, who have become just living like dead from their body, ashes is coming. Are, 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 are. Let me stop you here a minute. <laughs> Let me stop you here a minute. From the Mandukya point of view, everything what you refer in the waking state is a waker's delusion. Whether Paramahamsa, Yogi, Tyagi, Kundalini, Pranayama, Vishnu, Shiva, all those things are imagination of the waker. From the Mandukya's point of view, Advaitam Paramarthada. There is only truth is that non-dual Ananya Advitiya Brahma. That is only reality. And the stories of waking, let it be there, the story of the waker. Let the stories of the dreamer, let it there be for the dreamer. From the point of view of the one who knows that I am having awareness of waker, awareness of dreamer, awareness of the deep sleep, none of these things touch him. So there is no point in way. Those need to be verified, justified, explained from his point of view. Now, if you go to the waker, you may ask the waker to explain it. I am not the one going to explain that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bindu for that. Pranam. Binduji, I have one question. Uh, is, is there any difference between Atmagyan and Brahmagyan or both are same? I am Atma Brahma. This Atma is Brahma. So, Atmatyan, Brahmatyan are not two different things. Same thing. Knowing that this Atma is Brahma is the Atmatyana, and knowing that Atma and Brahma are non-different is Brahmatyana. Thank you, Vinduji. I got uh, an observation. You said that um, experience and knowledge. Okay, the knowledge part I understand because if one, um, when I woke up after a fearful experience. Um, I had an experience that I was the observer. I was not exposed to knowledge in what way, uh, in no way whatsoever. So I, when I had the experience of reality changing, it slowed down and it actually changed. 
there was no knowledge within me that could identify with what I saw. Um, now, when I hear all this and I pull it all together, it all makes sense. Uh, but at that time, I did not know. I observed and I let it go. Um, so experience does matter with knowledge within because there was no, it was just a quiet observing of what was happening. So my question being is that the, the book knowledge, how important is that? Uh, on forehand or afterwards. Am I making sense? Yeah, in the sense that the book knowledge will definitely help you to, you know, uh, guide you in your thinking process. And you will know that you are not getting confused because they are all developed in a very systematic way where both logic and experiences are used as methods to establish the reality. So I, I, I think that depending upon the books or the teachers explanation to that is always helpful in, uh, you know, in focusing our study. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree on that because through you, um, I was able to put words to the experience. Um, but the thing is that that knowledge, what you were talking about, it is a state of being. There are no words. There are no thoughts. There is no nothing. You kind of observe and you kind of know. But I didn't know what that knowledge was till uh, till now, because but at that moment um, when that happened, I, I did know that it was a dream, that I was looking at a dream, and that I was looking at that I could change the dream, and not me as Karen, but uh, that the dream was changeable and changing all the time. So that was. The, uh, very profound and that came after the oom sound that came from very deep within and again I had no knowledge pre-knowledge of all of this uh, so what was being explained today uh, that the oom sound was is connected to the reality to the dream reality what we see right yes that is a uh, that's a prop which you can you definitely will help for you know uh, it, it that sound has got a special power for of its own for whatever we say that centuries and millenniums they have been verified by practitioners who have used it and uh, even today there are people who have succeeded by using it yeah, this, I was not in control of that. Uh, that came up automatically. But thank you. Thank you so much. Bindu, is that enough? Yeah, I think we can close this room. Uh, Yash has gone. So I don't know whether he has opened the other room. What yep. do you feel is the catch that keeps people 
stuck in making state is real per se or identification with the body that I am not the uh, I, I am not the awareness I am the body having the you know identification with the mind intellect what that complex and the mind takes over the conditions of the mind is basically a, a, a reflection of the awareness mind is awareness but it's in the form of a reflected awareness <clears throat> so that takes overtakes the condition that I am in charge but it has no independent power that and that I am is a delusion as a body I guess my ye pooch rahi hu ki why can't one see through the identification uh, more quickly or something like that what is it that's holding the identification or the ignorance or whatever what is it that's holding it in place because it doesn't stay in place with the case of the dream but then i guess in all fairness the dream actually broke or you awoke when you came to know that this was a dream while you were in it it was still real so i guess that applies with the waking state also because while you're in it we are trying to wake up while we are still in it that's the difference between the dream state is when the dream is organically over and you wake up then it doesn't hold any importance for you and you know that it's not real and like you know like bindu ji was saying you have to do nothing with the dream body or whatever it is but the waking state it still has that waking state hood to it that it's still going on in that way but that is there no you're in waking state that's what i was asking bindu ji but he said that i was asking if after that that after death then it is automatically back to its uh, status quo and equilibrium or uh, natural state of being this is not that after death joy this very moment yeah, this is that it's true <laughs> you it's have true. You, you have to only know that your body of the waker is only like a dream way body when when you are when you know the reality the waker dream the waker also becomes a dreamer bindaji bindaji one question to you yeah see because in theory one can be just be thinking about it and it can be intellectual right no but sometimes no no just i'm asking you a question specific question and suddenly you know that though this is how the reality is right but then you know uh, if there is nothing different it is just a kind of like you know feeling you no know? we all have so many feelings so it's just a feeling of knowing something so how do you you know truly know it as in like you know that it's not just a kind of feeling of knowing but it actually is the reality and therefore it impacts you somehow so was there a point in your life that it actually happened that way or or like you know just a very dheere se you just happen to imbibe it and now it's a reality for you see you cannot say it is spontaneous uh, i mean it suddenly happened or and big or is it triggered by something but that moment when it happened is something which when you know oh, oh my god it is always this which i was thinking the other way around no like seeing the post and the ghost or a snake and rope or a mirage and water and the sky and blue and all those things we we are, see we transact with the sky as blue even when we know sky has no blueness in it right it is the same thing 
we will transact with this body and the waker knowing very well the waker is an is a imagination in my awareness just as i have an imagination of a dreamer in my awareness the same both there absolutely there is no difference the waker will interact with the working world conditions the parameters of the waker world is different the parameters of the dream world is different that parameters nobody can change it that is experiences of the what you call that imagination or projections what you can want to call it 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 is just like now you are going to a movie theater 50% of the movie is 2d and the 50% of it is 3d right you wore a glass and it became 3d when you removed it it became a 3d it was a 2d movie what made the change the way you looking it changed the way, the the reality of the experience has changed by the way of the equipment which you which you saw it same is the case here also the equipment with which we are seeing the waking world is because of our five sense organs nothing out of the five sense organs you have no world existing have you ever realized that and we think that the way with the world is within the realm of five sense organs but we scientifically also we know that there are beyond infrared and ultraviolet as far as vision is concerned same way sound also from the audible to the inaudible ultrasound etc waves are available but they do not exist for us unless we use a gadget to measure them so are we not fooling ourselves with the waking world experiences this is all be all and end all but bindu ji what i you know what i'm wondering is when you say that yes it's only that one is thinking that one is this right the identification is just one is thinking and that's what's powering it but uh, then the converse of that is sometimes like i've heard certain sects where they will repeat it as a thought only as a sentence to meditate on that you know i'm not so just that it's like painting over a paint it's not really an understanding or a realization which is, i mean i don't know it could be but uh, for somebody who's doing that but somehow it's like when i heard it it was like taking this on as another thought to replace the prior thought so i just remember at that time feeling like i didn't want to paint over one thought with another thought i wanted this to be uh, a reality inside like really have a, a sense of knowingness about it instead of just repeating it as a thought that no this is just a thought and actually i'm something else because that's also another thought then that is the difference between upasana and jnana in the upasana or the meditation process is painting something over the other one whereas in the knowledge you are really doing an inquiry into your own nature what is not your nature you reject keep on doing that and that stage will come when you know there is nothing more to be rejected and that will be your real nature and you don't have to be told that that is your real nature you will know it by yourself that is the prakriya what is called the neti neti prakriya or the you know what you are not if it is other than you you know you know that you are not that 
even it can be thoughts even it can be feelings even it can be objects thought feelings and objects you have to negate it saying that they are objects known to me so i am the knower that things are known this process when you keep doing it you are not painting anything on another one like in the, the in the meditation process this process will definitely affirm you what you are not not only that it will land you in what you are in your true nature yeah but it seemed like when you were speaking right now that you know like why don't you get it kind of thing as in you know like why uh, why does one even think that one is not why is one not realizing immediately that in the waking state so it seems like it should be instant if you're not yes. realizing it instantly then you're why aren't you doing it kind of thing but now you're saying that it's gradual no it is not gradual the moment you know that everything other than me is not me it is instantaneous but if you are not sure of that then it is gradual right so temporarily you're kind of like um, seeing something like when you're seeing the thoughts that this is a thought and there is space by doing that that it's not me it's coming everything else is coming but after that also if you're not knowing um but knowingness is fully sthit over there or not then maybe you sit with it repeatedly it means some understanding is there right so in that sense if you're saying instantaneously something is clearly seen but at the same time it feels like yeah one can sit with it some more also sometimes i i don't want to make it a process though like a mental process though yeah no it's a process only if you treat it as a process but as a investigative methodology compared to the meditation this is more solid and long lasting because you are negating what you are not and then you no way you will identify with them again and apne ye kaise kiya tha apne liye ऑब्जेक्टिफाई bindu ji this is a classic uh, you use the word reflected awareness you know this uh, inquirer into the nature of things you say neti neti to a point that i is stuck up with that i right that that observation you know this is a classic challenge you know you come to a point you stuck up with that i now there you go you're stuck you're not 
trying to recognize you know that that reflected consciousness itself you know root cause of that i it's saying you know i am also body it is saying i am also consciousness uh, it says i am awareness at the same time it says i am also this and that you struck up with that you know that not now this take a plunge you know from this not this is a classic challenge you know you struck with this not there you find you know nothingness you find you know all that happens you know scanning happens this is this crux of it right you come to a point here struck here how do you sort of let go this that's the, that's with the key actually absolutely easy my venkat you know you as a child is not the same you you as now in the body which you think you are that is the change is observed by the observer who has seen the change of your body from a child to now so how can you say you are the body this bandoji see that body is supposed nothing take out not now you have to analyze it from childhood onwards what your body has gone through mm-hmm. objectify it mm-hmm. the changes and change less perfect you know say neti neti happens okay i'm not the body so the emotions are rising thoughts coming in and going knock it off so neti take it out now you come to a point that i is refusing to go you will not have that state because the moment we you are the word which i normally use is stark naked without any identification to anything there is nothing refusing to go who is refusing to go from whom that very i thought is strong. no the i is or other i thought is also not the i am not even the reject i am not the one who is observing also ah. i am not the one who is doing neti neti also that i also is not i am because i know that i am the one who is saying i am the one who is rejecting it that is also a doership is there in that i am not even the doer it I, because i know that i am the doer therefore i have to be different from the doer right wow. that pre-ling- the prelinguistic i yes you know that prelinguistic i to be recognized that's the foundation that, that you don't call it as i anymore at that time yeah, yeah absolutely so the come to a point where you st- you know at a more subtle level recognize this prelinguist linguistic eye there the pure knowing kicks in you know you can't even characterize it yeah there is no words you can use it to it. Yeah. denote it explain it or nomenclature or nothing it is just it is that's all yeah i think this process need to be guided 
otherwise you know somewhere you know the seeker gets stuck up and it's a frustration for the seeker i'm sure it's possible you know, it's it possible yeah. That's it, Bindoji. And Bindoji, just one last question. Yes, Prakash. You know, you were talking about the, <clears throat> with Venkatji and earlier speakers, we were talking about the kind of dissolution of the eye. Um, <clears throat> can you, uh, I think, uh, you know, for the benefit of everybody, if you talk about the vairagya, uh, the process of vairagya, even though it's, it's, uh, it's a path of meditation, uh, there is a little bit of work there. Uh, maybe hearing from you might help a lot in the audience to discern uh, what what is the effort there. You know, there is an effort needed in the early stages, and vairagya might be a good entry point to uh, to examine that without the eye, because you need a part of the eye to do that. Right? It starts off there. So I'm just wanting to hear from you. A little bit about vairagya thank you the starting point of vairagya is where you are getting attracted by you know either wealth name fame etc which are the mundane attractions that those vairagyas are easy to abandon but there are subtler vairagya subtler attractions or you know, attachments which we are holding on to is based on the idea that I am important. That I am important is coming out of the identification crisis that I am a individual. That individuality idea is the reason based on which that that is the most difficult vairagya one can, uh, which I was telling to Rajesh in that uh, in the earlier room, how to break that that darkness, and even in uh, in the spiritual path they say the darkness of the soul. It is mentioned as that where the ego is to be annihilated, and annihilation in the sense that there is no physical annihilation or anything. That the value which the ego is holding on to you, even that has to be abandoned. That will be the final Vairagya stage. And this can happen only when you know where you where you can anchor yourself. Otherwise, the problem will be that the ego will still hold you and will let you not go. And it will be like, you know, a leech attached to your body. It will be holding like that ego will hold on to your individuality or the identification who you are. You one need to be see it as that the individuality, how subtle it is at the same time, how you know strong is its hold on the individual. That aspect is something which takes time for shredding. And once that is identified, it becomes very easy for that. And most of the time, which Joy was also talking about that, you know, how can it be done is basically because that individuality concept is 
to be identified separately not associated with anything which you are holding on to but your own beingness as an individuality is is something not natural it is a created because you are creating a separation from the rest and that is the one which need to be abandoned that is the final vairagya so i had a question your bindu ji yes please if i may so it's basically you're talking about the identification as a material body uh we have to leave that i which is i narendra am everywhere i am in the oneness in the awareness right it is not i as narendra itself uh, narendra is a name to your body given to you even when without your body you had the iness in your dream as a dreamer narendra was not there there is an iness in your deep sleep which you wake up and say that i had a good sleep neither narendra the body the man the women uh, the you know age nothing existed there but even there that that individuality existed that individuality to identify that individuality is a very difficult aspect of it but with an analysis of the reality and the process of you know what is being identified as separate from you when you can detach it then it will become identifiable and detachable and that is the final stage where you have to abandon that in that case when that identification when it is detached you don't have to do anything because that is your nature natural being all you have to do is detach from that I, that i individuality identification so it's basically you drop the mind right yeah you you have to use yeah, your mind you to do to that mind to do. but mind yes, also but the but, but mind. mind also will not be a, a helpful for that it is after that the mind is also dropped yes like a pole vault you use the pole after crossing the bar you don't need the pole anymore exactly correct so uh, can you explain about these things like uh, there has been you know reincarnations or for example uh, is that something which is related to the karma that we do or is it something which is you know even after we have this state where we are one you're again sent back to live the material life is it true that i've heard about these things it happens narendra these are all stories for the waking individual the the dream individual has no such stories he comes and enjoys and goes the deep sleeper and has individual has neither the waking stories nor the dream stories he is neither worried about the dreamer nor about this thing but in all the three you were there you knew that you had a waking you knew that you had a dreaming you had knew that you were in deep sleep so you have to be an observer of all the three and therefore separate from them so the reincarnation rebirth and everything of the waker is a story for the waker to believe and investigate upon don't waste your time on that so thank you all so next week we will be taking the advaita pragaranam Vaitatya Pragaranam is over. Advaita Pragaranam will start.
हरिओम